The core technology at the heart of sales and marketing is CRM. What's next and what do you need to know? Today, we'll talk to John Ferrara, the pioneer of CRM, co-founder of Goldmine, and CEO of Nimble, about the future of CRM. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. The Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect. I enjoy helping generous leaders grow their revenue and their impact. We are just days away from the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge, starting on March 1st. You know, right now, it's critical that we get sales and marketing aligned to hit our goals. Forrester Research showed that organizations with tightly aligned sales and marketing operations achieve 24% faster three-year revenue growth. And my, don't we need this right now. This power-packed event features some of the marketing and sales world's top thought leaders, including Jeb Blunt, Meredith Elliott Powell, Mark Hunter, Douglas Burdett, and more. Sessions for the 2021 Sales and Marketing Challenge will run weekdays from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock Eastern on March 1st through 10th. And if you can't attend live, you can make sure to get the recordings. Let me say, you don't want to miss this event. And thanks to our friends at VanillaSoft, this event is available to you absolutely free. So if you want to align sales and marketing to drive results, text the word ALIGNMENT to 21000. That's ALIGNMENT to 21000. Or you can visit www.2021alignmentchallenge.com to save your spot and get access to the recordings for the days you can't be there live. CRM software sits at the intersection of sales and marketing. What are the current trends in CRM? What should you be thinking as you plan your CRM strategy? There's nobody better to answer this question than the pioneer of CRM himself, John Ferrara. Over 30 years ago, he founded Goldmine Software. Today, he continues to innovate as the founder of Nimble. In this discussion, you'll hear about what's new in the CRM space. We'll talk about the core purpose of CRM and how many organizations have gotten distracted from this core purpose. We'll also explore how critical it is to ensure that there is a single point of truth that shares customer information across marketing, sales, and operations. You're going to learn all of this and more from John. So grab a pen and a notepad, and let's get ready to learn after a word from our sponsors. John, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here today. Daryl, I'm super excited to join you in a conversation about how people can sell better, smarter, faster. But you know, I've never really liked the word sell. 
I really think that it should be about service because sales is a service. And so if we could just teach people to stop bagging and tagging and start <laughs> figuring out how to grow people better, smarter, faster, that's really what it's all about. So it's uh, we're going to have a chat about how to grow others. How's yeah. that? Absolutely. And it's all about growth. And right now, you know, uh, as a pioneer in CRM, and I got to tell this story as we get started, because today we're going to talk about some of the trends in CRM. But John, when I started in sales, for me, it was 1993. And I'll never forget walking into the office and they handed me a shoebox. And I, this was a billion dollar company. And they handed me a shoebox with three by five cards. I was 21 years old. And I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. And so at lunch, uh, the lunch hour, I drove over to Office Depot. I bought a Windows 3.1 desktop monochrome, or laptop monochrome computer. And uh, what software do you think I got to go along with that? Gold mine, baby. Gold mine. <laughs> it did. And, you know, I came back to the office and I was uh, using a CRM while everyone else in the office was using a shoebox. So you're talking to a believer here and uh, you're talking to somebody who um, is a huge fan, not only of, of what you did back then, but what you're doing at Nimble right now, the CRM that we use at Revenue Growth Engine. So Thank you for being a pioneer and having a pioneer in the house today on the Revenue Growth Podcast. I thought it'd be a great opportunity to pick your brain and and just uh, think together about, okay, you know, CRM's been around for a long time. You helped invent it uh, over 25, now almost 30 years ago, right? And what's where's it going now? What's next for customer relationship management software and applications? Well, you know, Daryl, I, I think that what goes around comes around. And uh, to understand where we're at and where we're going with CRM, I think it might help to understand where we came from. Mm -hmm. Because it, it really gives you perspective. Uh, and I think those that know the past can better understand the present and predict the future. So I think that you really set it up well with your intro talking about uh uh, three by nine, six by five, whatever <laughs> index cards. And, and really that was the sales process was, well, after the Rolodex, of course, um, mm -hmm. we, people develop systems and processes and what the six by nine index card system was, was you would create a card for somebody you're having a call with, you'd make notes on the card uh, about the call, and then you'd write the recall date on the card and you'd, so you'd, you'd file it based off that recall date. So the day that you come in, you'd have this stack of cards of the people that you got to recall. So you recall the people you're supposed to recall and then you uh, prospect net new ones. And that was a paper-based system. And when I uh, got my first sales job, I uh, was basically given the same You got tool. the shoebox. Awesome. Well, I, I, got, uh, I got a piece of paper and the piece of paper <laughs> had phone numbers of IT people at big corporations. They said, go get them. And so I'd cold call them, make notes on the paper, put my appointments in my day timer, and I'd do my forecast on spreadsheet once a month. And that was a CRM, conduct management, and SFA. And I said, there's got to be a better way. And because I had a computer science background, I worked my way through my computer science degree at a computer line store. I knew every software program on the market. And there were only 300 business programs on the market at the day. And none of them integrated email, conduct, and calendar 
or sales and market automation. And none of them were designed for teams because file record locking just came out. And so there was no, not only were there no networkable business applications, Outlook and Salesforce, CRM and contact management for teams didn't exist. So I said, shit, I could do this. And I started Goldmine. So wow. the, the thing is, is that when Goldmine was created, it was really created for that customer facing business team member and the small team around them. It wasn't created for management. And so what people loved about Goldmine was it helped them to build connections and relationships and turn those relationships into measurable revenue. Mm -hmm. And so contact management is much different than CRM. Even though CRM stands for customer relationship management, it's more customer reporting management. The reason they call it Salesforce is you have to force salespeople to use it. Nobody in their right mind would use a CRM if they weren't beat on to do it. And that's why they had to rip Goldmine out of people's hands. And what happened was, they developed something called Siebel, uh, which mm -hmm. was one of the enterprise CRMs because management wanted control and command and reporting on the leads they were giving salespeople and the, uh, and the, and the things that the salespeople were due to turn those into deals. And so the problem is, is when they delivered Siebel and then Salesforce, it was really more geared towards management. And so it was really missing the really great contact management features. And one of those reasons was by that time, Outlook had evolved and people lived in Outlook. So that was mm -hmm. sort of their contact platform. And the CRM was basically just a reporting tool that they would go to once a week or once a month before the reports are run. So management would get off their backs. And so mm -hmm. people didn't really use a CRM for engagement, they used it for uh, command and control and reporting, and they engaged in Outlook and then in like G Suite, and then mm -hmm. in social, a social evolved. So salespeople have always been looking for more of the contact management and maybe a little of the Salesforce automation, SFA. And so the evolution of CRM started in Rolodexes, six by nine cards, then contact managers like Acton and Goldmine, and then Acton Goldmine evolved into uh, SFA tools. Like they added, we added more sales and and marketing features to, this, to the contact manager. And then we added reporting and 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 um, privacy and stuff. And that became CRM. And I think that we're evolving back towards the contact management because if you look at the typical deployment of CRM, you have to buy more than just the CRM. You have to go out and buy sales intelligence. That means mm -hmm. LinkedIn Sales Navigator, mm -hmm. Inside View, or Discover Org. These are all enrichment tools that are pretty common. And then, so that's like the the map for the for the soldier. And then mm -hmm. you need a rifle, which is the outreach tool, the templated email with tracking, and that's like Salesoft, Outreach mm -hmm. IO, whatever. Mm -hmm. So to arm a typical salesperson today, you spend a hundred plus dollars a month on a CRM, a hundred plus dollars a month on uh, outreach or sales off to a uh, template email track, and then another hundred or so on the uh, sales intelligence. That's a lot of falacha. And mm -hmm. so I think that if you look at where CRM is at, I think there's a big sales and technology stack that the uh, typical well uh, endowed salesperson is is burdened to use, mm -hmm. and they don't really like using the CRM, and they're and they're mainly using their contact platform, G Suite or Office three sixty five, and social, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And I think that this is the big problem. 
you work for the CRM, it doesn't work for you and you have to go to it to use it. And that's why CRMs fail because people don't use them. And even if they did use them, the data decays so rapidly that the sales rep types in that they become just really bad databases. So I think that the evolution of CRM is going to be, it's going to go back to its roots, empowering the sales rep with great contact management and SFA. Oh. And it's, uh, it's going to evolve into something that works for you by building itself automatically and then works with you where you live, which is in your inbox, inside social and whatever business apps that you're using. That is that's really interesting. I mean, the, the first company I worked for that handed me that shoebox, actually their tagline is the old is forever new. And seeing this come full circle, it's almost like um, someone said, don't give me, uh, you know, you, you go through simplicity, then you go to complexity, but there's simplicity on the other side of complexity that is actually really good. Maybe we're uh, Maybe we're starting to arrive there now in the CRM world because things certainly got complicated for sales professionals. They did. And, and here's another thing I want to point out that's sort of problematic with the traditional sense of CRM as it stands today. So if you think about the applications that we use in business, sales, marketing, customer service, and accounting, roughly speaking, and then the contact platform. So let's say, you know, sales is whatever CRM, accounting, QuickBooks, marketing, MailChimp, uh, customer service, whatever, intercom or whatever. And then uh, and contact platform, Office 365. Each of those has a separate contact database in each system. And none of these systems talk to each other. And even Office 365 or G Suite has a separate contact database for every team member. And that contact database isn't linked to the emails that they're sending or the activities that they're driving. Neither are they enriched with social. So basically there's siloed contact databases in every company and for every person in general, because people have the same problem. Mm -hmm. So this is a problem for individuals or businesses. And the big problem is, is that CRMs are mainly used by salespeople for prospects and, and customers. Mm -hmm. But it's not just salespeople that you need to connect. They're not just prospects and customers that a company needs to connect with to grow their business. So think of it as a sustainable garden around your business, or you can call it the constituency. Mm -hmm. At Nimble, our constituency includes editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party investors, investors, advisors, and prospects and customers, um, and their influencers. So who touches them? Everybody in the company. And so what's missing from businesses today is what Goldmine provided back in the day and Nimble provides today is a team contact platform for the whole company because there should be one system of truth for every team member to go to for every contact that they make so that everybody's on one page. When you mm -hmm. call American Express, you don't need to tell them much because they know who you are. They know who spoke to you last, everything. That's the way every business should be. And one of the beauties of Nimble is because we bi-directionally synchronize with 300 SaaS business apps is we'll take your contacts from wherever they exist, sales, marketing, customer service, accounting, or your contact platforms, and unify those contacts into a cohesive whole synchronize the history of interactions that you and the team have had on email, calendar, and social, enrich mm -hmm. it with the people and company data that you need so you don't have to Google them, you nimble them, and then work wherever you're working. So every team member has the nimble plugin that works inside of their sales or the marketing, their customer service, their accounting, or their contact platform, or in social, so that you always get the context and insights you need to engage 
and most importantly, the ability to follow up and follow through. When you were telling me about this Kajubi thing, oh, shut shoot, Siri. <laughs> you were telling me about the Kajubi thing, uh, the Kajubi Kajabi website. Mm-hmm. I Googled them and I saw the founders and I nimbled that name and it built a record and I put mm-hmm. a task on that for me to follow up. We're humans. We forget. There's a Dunbar limit. You can only remember a couple hundred people in your head at one time. Mm-hmm. We have tens of thousands of contacts. And so we all need a nimble nudge on our shoulder to help us to know who am I talking to? What is their business about? What's our history of interactions? What's my next step? Beautiful. So where does it go from here? We're seeing it come full circle back to um, looking more at the contact management side of that, bringing together different components of the company um, so that everybody has a record of truth, which uh, is that right there to achieve that um, alone for most organizations, even with sales and marketing, where marketing and yeah, sales are siloed, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so yeah. good. And um, this is, I said at the beginning of the show, but this is a great time as well to say you definitely want to be a part of the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge uh, next week because this, and one of the components on this is talking about the technology because the technology has got to talk to each other. It's got this this uh, world right now, if, if your stuff isn't integrated, um, you're in trouble. But I, I think the nuance here is, do you have your data integrated into a platform that pulls all of it together in one place. It's not just everything talking to each other, that's good. But if you get to the point where your CRM becomes that central repository of all communication, of all marketing, sales, and operations data, then you're then you're closer to the nirvana uh, yeah, that you need. Because, because the thing is, is that contacts are fluid, right? You may uh, be building your brand as a, as a uh, growth and sales and marketing uh, uh, coach, thought leader, inspirer, consultant. What, but you do that by building these relationships with many people, your peers mm-hmm. and, and other people. And these people sometimes become your, your guest or your customer or you become their customer. So it's all fluid. And so being able to have a, a, a system of truth for your contacts as an individual or a company is critically important. But all of these are just tools, Daryl. And I think that what you're kind of asking me is where do we go from here? And I think that we need to change our perspective. So if you think about the evolution of sales and contacts. 100 years ago, we all lived in a small village and your brand was built on the promises that you made and the experience that you delivered. And I think that when they started to uh, make mass manufacturing, people moved from those small towns into the big cities for jobs. And then they needed to hire fuller brush salespeople to sell all these products that they had because it was you had to actually go door to door and like sell this stuff and so this whole sales it used to be you 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 built you made a promise and 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 people walked in your door and now these salespeople are pounding on doors and we shifted from a service mentality to a uh, a bag and tag mentality and that sort of hit its sort of 
compete with the Oracle Enterprise, uh, you know, bag of metagum sales, mm-hmm. go-go 80s, 90s. I think that social media has changed the game personally and professionally. Um, and it's changed the way that people work, play, buy, and sell. And it's changed the way that uh, changed our expectations that we have of each other and of companies by making the whole world a small village again. And mm-hmm. so I think that salespeople and companies need to stop thinking of people or customers as numbers and mm-hmm. profit and bag and tag and really think about um, as a salesperson engage a prospect, it shouldn't be how much I can make off them. It's how, how much I can help them grow. And I think that if we thought about changing the whole commission idea from commission on the sale, you commission on the success of the customer and not just commission the salesperson, but commission the whole team because customer service people are the peons of the organization, but they really should be the epitome of it. And it's not just the salespeople are selling because the marketing people are part of that and the product people as well. And so I think that um, the evolution of CRM should evolve the the philosophy of uh, what the purpose of a company is, what the purpose of the salespeople are, and the way that we uh, incentivize and align these people and these teams. John, you're speaking my love language. I mean, this is, I, I really think you're, you're spot on on that because right now, uh, in, you know, we live in an experience economy and customer experience is, is the core. It, everyone's got the same product. Everyone has services now. It's all about the customer experience. And how can you deliver a customer experience if you're marketing people, your salespeople, and your operations or client success people are playing from different databases, different playbooks, yeah. right hand doesn't know what left hand's doing. And I think that, um, you know, the mindset now of, hey, competitive advantage comes from customer experience. What's going to undergird that customer experience? It's unified data. It's yeah. processes built out that are consistent um, to ensure. And, and, a, and a philosophy. I think that mm-hmm. we need to um, teach our team that it's not about me, it's about we. Mm-hmm. And it's not about us, it's about them. That that really we're here to serve our customers, really our community, if you think about it. Because yeah. Nimble is much more than the customers. I think that people resonate, Nimble resonates with people because our philosophy of, of uh, helping others achieve their dreams of building better relationships resonates with people. Yeah. And and it's not just our, our customers that, it resonates with it's people like you who recommend nimble to other people and mm-hmm. you do it not because nimble's like a good product it is but i think that there's a connection that happens between uh our team and the people around us and i think that businesses that understand that human connection because it's not b to b and b to c it's p to p and h to h as brian kramer likes to say yep. uh that uh that that and here's one other thing. I, I really love this saying: people don't buy great products; they buy better versions of themselves. So stop talking about your products and services. Uh, nobody cares. Start talking about how you can help other people grow. 
the more people you help grow, the more you'll grow, says the great Zig Ziglar. And, <laughs> and it's amazing how bright and smart these old farts are that, uh, that, uh, that are teaching the value of, uh, relationships, you know, Dale Carnegie full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So so true. I really believe that we're coming full circle and that it's, 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 uh, certainly having the right systems and processes in place and and a system like nimble that builds a unified contact platform that builds itself and then works everywhere you work and you give it to all the people in the company. That's all great. But I think that there has to be a philosophical change that starts at the top of what is your organization about? Mm-hmm. And if your company isn't about uh, serving your customers and helping them achieve their dreams, uh, then you'll never achieve yours. Beautiful. John, it's always a pleasure to talk. And I just I so appreciate you bringing value today in, in this conversation. We've gotten lots about the trends of CRM and even more than we bargained for. I just want to say thank you and keep up the great work at Nimble. Daryl, um, this has been really special for me. I I know I get up on my soapbox and I rant and all, but I don't think I could do what I do if I didn't have a person like you to reflect off of, right? Like I think that there is a commonality of beliefs that mm-hmm. we share. And I think that's why we enjoy our moments like we do. And I hope the audience got a little bit out of it. And for those of you that don't have a personal CRM, I really encourage you today to uh, go out and try Nimble, nimble.com. And if uh, and if you like it, you're going to get 40% off your first three months. Use the code JOHN40, J-O-N-40. Um, the reason why you should have your own personal CRM is that today your contacts are siloed just like a business. It's in uh, iCloud, uh, Gmail, uh, whatever contact platforms that you're using plus Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all those other places. And um, and that your network and your brand are your net worth. And, and it just doesn't only apply to salespeople. Everybody in the world should be worried about their brand and their network because this is how people are gonna check you out. They're gonna Google you. And if you don't have a brand, and if you're not nurturing a network, you're it's gonna be harder for you to succeed in life. And I'm gonna leave you with one tip. Google yourself today and see if you show up on that page. You should be filling that page. And if you don't show up, here's another tip. Build yourself a Wikipedia page. Anybody can do it. You just got to cite all your sources and the ways that Wikipedia tells you. But when you do that and you put an avatar and all that good stuff in there, when you Google yourself, there's going to be this little box there next to the search and you can control what it says. It's <laughs> beautiful. Well, John, always interesting. Tons of ideas. Once again, thank you for investing in us today. Thank you, Daryl. And thank you to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience. It is so exciting. We are just days away now from the 2021 uh, Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge. You don't want to miss this. Go to 2021alignmentchallenge.com or text the word alignment to 21,000. That's alignment to 21,000. Join myself. uh, Join Jeb Blunt. Join Douglas Burdett of the Marketing Book Podcast, Mark Hunter, Meredith Elliott Powell, and more. It's going to be fantastic. We hope to see you there. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. 
Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.